0: Yeah, our dear listeners, welcome back to our wonderful podcast. It is me, your host, Otako. Yes, I'm really so happy to have you this week again. Yeah, you are listening to Hear My True Story Podcast, where we tell our own stories and own experiences, and we discuss about issues that happen in our daily life. We tell our own stories. So anyway, this week, before I start, I want to update you. Yeah, we have been in holidays. That's why we had old episodes being shared on this wonderful podcast, but then we are back from our holidays and that's why we are going to start having new episodes, new stories, new conversations, depending on what we are really sharing with our listeners or what we are really sharing with our guests on this wonderful podcast. Yes, beginning this week, I'll share with you my personal experience, but before I share with you my personal experience, I want to first say something new is coming on the podcast that will be... This year again. Remember on this wonderful podcast, we had one time here my two story Kampala season one. So we are working with some artists and some nine artists in Kampala to have again Here My Two Story Kampala Season Two. When season two of Here My Two Story Kampala comes, yes, I'll let you know you guys and you'll hear wonderful stories and experiences from Ugandans, storytellers, and nine storytellers telling their own experiences. And this time we are looking forward to really have another form of sharing conversations and stories from Ugandans telling their own stories. Anyway, it's not that because we only focus on Ugandans telling their own stories. Yeah, me, myself, Otako, the host of the podcast. I'm a Ugandan, however, currently living in German. So since I have a podcast, I try to invite certain young people from Uganda, Africa, East Africa to share their own stories. Why not? I mean, I have the platform. Why not have them share their own stories? Anyway, if you are listening to this wonderful podcast and you are really inter- interested in sharing your own experience or sharing a story or being hosted on the podcast, well, feel free to get us, to get in touch with us, our contacts on this wonderful description of the podcast. You can find us, write us an email, yeah, write a comment there. We can also have you again on the podcast to share our own experience. That's what I wanted to share with you before I start with you every week hear my true story yeah uh, i am from uganda where it doesn't rain for months at a time and every picture in children's books shows that uganda as a country is struggling with drought so when my school here in german organized the workshop on children books i was excited to take part of it i wanted to learn so much about books for children here in german here in europe what should you follow before you get a book for children so at the workshop we had the responsibility to identify books that are really not supposed to be read for children in the care centers or kindergartens so during the workshop the facilitators sorted out this kind of books. A big bunch of books was put in the corner on the left and said, this kind of books, please never read them to children in the care centers. Never read them for children in schools because they have stereotypes that prejudices, they have discrimination statements. They are really having negative information. So we need to pay attention to such books that really, are not good for children because they can promote discrimination among children and then on the right they had put all the books there and they said dear participants please go to the right look around see what kind of book interests you and why that book interests you so i moved to the right with other participants we went there we started looking for the books and we, we started picking for books you know i like Sometimes reading, but I'm really interested in children's books. So I really opened and saw some of the books and I was looking, what kind of book really interests me? So as I was looking for a book that interests me as a person, I had a voice that called me, said, Otako, yeah, there's a book here. It does not rain in Uganda for months. It is so dry that even animals like lions and zebras are dying because of drought. Uganda has not received any drop of rain for many, many, many months. And the pictures are showing that Uganda is so dry and there's too much drought, and animals are dying and people are also dying because of drought. I looked at the person telling me this, and the person said, So, Otaku, is this true? This book was among the books that were being suggested to read for children in kindergartens and the care centers. I paused a bit because I'm a Ugandan, an African, East African. In the workshop, I was the only Ugandan, African, East African. At that moment, the book that was being addressed was about Uganda. And being a Ugandan, I know my country very well. So I told this person, please, that is fake news. In Uganda, we get rain. Uganda is a green country. It has green all over. We receive rain, and we plant crops, and we grow everything. If you want to be sure of this, Google. So this person put in in Google, he searched for Uganda. Rain in Uganda. And then he showed that, yeah, in Uganda, it rains. People get rain. And then they looked at the images of Uganda. The country is portrayed as a green country with beautiful nature, beautiful sceneries. And When you look at the city of Kampala, they still green, however much it is a, st- a city. And then in my head, I was like, Okay, I picked this book, I looked at the pictures in the book to tell you how the book was portraying Uganda. It was the beginning page of this book, and as I opened like this, I see photos of animals dying of drought, people dying of drought in Uganda. I said, This is wrong, I'm a Ugandan. And this is not what is portrayed about my country. So I told the facilitator of the workshop, this book that you are suggesting us to read for people, for young people and children, daycare Centres or schools, it is full of fake news. This book is fake news. Uganda gets rain. Animals are not dying because there is no rain. It is a green country and Uganda is the source of the Nile. This is what I told the person. Because the river Nile feeds people from South Sudan up to Egypt. So that means all those countries where the Nile goes through, they are fed because of the source where it comes from, which is the Uganda. As I tried to gather myself with this fake news, I told the organizer to take the book to the left so it should not be read to young people in their schools. the the care centers or schools because it was fake news. But then the question comes back. So why can't really, why can't really white writers, why can't really European white writers write something positive about Africa? Why is it that every time you read a book and you find that there's always negative stereotypes, there's always prejudices about Africa, there's always... Something that is negative written about Africa. this time it was about Uganda, which is an African country in Africa. Why can't they look at the beautiful things about people living in Africa? Why can't they look at things like the nature that is there, people in Africa that are trying to fight for the environment, planting trees. Why can't these stories not be told? Why do they look for only stories that are not? positive, share them with the people out there. As a Ugandan living in Europe, in German, I wouldn't read that book for any child in a day school, in a school or maybe in a daycare center or a kindergarten. I would not read such a book. But anyway, if you're a person working with children in Europe or wherever you are, which is not Africa, and you're listening to this wonderful experience of mine, Today I'm going to share with you what you should be paying attention to, what kind of stereotypes that people say about Africa, and if you find them in books, you should not read such books for children. Maybe you can also suggest such books to be thrown out of children's libraries in schools and daycare centers and kindergartens. So I hope that you pay attention, I'm going to really list down for you what kind of stereotypes that are being shared about Africa. Hear my true story. Yeah, a lot of stereotypes and misconceptions are out there in books about Africa for children. You see, if someone has not been to Africa, or maybe someone has not visited the continent, the African continent, they may end up believing such misinformation, such stereotypes. And then at the end of the day, they will take such stereotypes and then also read them for young people and for children in daycare centers or maybe children in kindergartens or maybe children in schools. So if you are listening to this wonderful podcast, I'm going to just list down for some of the stereotypes that I've personally heard about people say, about Africa, and maybe some of them have been asked to me as a person. The first thing that I want to share with you is when people say that Africans speak African, not once have I been also asked such a question. One time I was with someone somewhere, and then someone asked me, so can you speak African? In my head, I was like, okay, why do you ask me if I can speak African? For To tell the truth, this has ever happened to me. When someone thinks that Africans speak African as a language, for your information, if you have heard such a thing or you have read such a thing in a book that Africans speak African as a language, that is a misconception. That is a stereotype. That that's a lie. That's fake news. Nothing that exists as African as a language. African as a language does not exist. It is not there. You see, the African continent, the continent of Africa has so many languages. It, is, it has so many so many diversity of languages. These languages are over a thousand languages spoken in different parts of Africa, spoken by different groups of people. You can't imagine, but it is estimated that over 2,000 languages are spoken in Africa, just as Africa. Countries like Uganda, we have over 50 languages that are spoken in just Uganda. Then imagine for a country like Nigeria, they have over 200 languages that are spoken by different ethnic groups. So, if you are listening to this podcast, be clear, get to know this. There is nothing like Africans speak African. African as a language does not exist. The next The other misconception or stereotype or misinformation is that man and wild animals live together. This is portrayed everywhere. You you pick a book for children about Africa, you'll see. They put their man and animals. They'll put their zebras. They'll put their lions. They'll put their elephants. This is a misconception that puts people to believe that Africa is a continent full of animals. That human beings, that you Africans live with animals as their pets. That is a lie. That is not true. When people here in Europe believe that maybe when you're in Africa, you're walking around on the streets, you just see a lion. That is not true. And this is in books, when you say books about Africa, if it's not animals, then you'll put a man who is a, a lion. <laughs> this is so funny. But to be clear, to anyone listening to this podcast, it is true that Africa has a lot of um, safari drives, huge forests. And they are because Africa as a continent, they have tried to maintain nature, to maintain the forests, to maintain the huge forest so that animals can also live there. But you will never find a lion or a zebra on the street in the city in Africa. You need to go for safari somewhere as a tourist. You look for them where they are in the sanctuaries. There's another misconception about Africa. All Africans live in huts. You know the grass-searched houses... So if you see books of children and they are portraying Africa, they will put grass sarched houses. You know, houses that show that there's no house, there's no big buildings that are there in Africa. But as a Ugandan who comes from East Africa, we have buildings that are not huts, not grass satched houses. Some of these Buildings are even better off than other countries that are found in some parts of East Europe, maybe. We have big buildings, escalators. You know, go to South Africa, go to Nigeria, go to, to some parts of Central Africa, go to East Africa, Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania. You will see how these countries have a lot of buildings, high Maintained buildings looking beautiful and nice. But why is it that in books of children in Afri- about Africa, you portray Africa as a continent full of hearts where people live in grass such houses? This is a lie. Another misconception or maybe another stereotype about Africa. People think that there's lack of technology in Africa. This is common. One time I met someone and then I told them, yes, I'm also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and other social media platforms. This person looked at me and said, okay, which exact social media platform are you on? I mean, how do you? The point that people think that you cannot. And when I tell people that, yes, I, 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 I'm I, a podcaster, I do podcast, okay, come on, this black African So how how do you edit your podcast? you, You know, people think that Africans don't know technology. But to tell you the truth, there's a lot of technological development in Africa. There's no need for you to believe that Africa is lagging behind with technology. This is a stereotype. And me, I was shocked when I came to Europe, here in German, and I couldn't use mobile money. Because I didn't know if they can use mobile money here. In Uganda, East, in East Africa, Kenya, Tanzania, Uganda, Rwanda, and other parts of Africa, people use mobile money, the transaction of money from one mobile phone to another mobile phone. You go to a shop and you tell someone, I want to buy that and buy. Give me your mobile number, I send the money on your mobile money. And that's how it is. You send money, you the mobile money. This is technology. That's a misconception when they put countries in children's books, where they, when they talk about technology, they are not going to portray Africa as part of it. No, not anyway. So I, I find such things in books of children, such misconceptions. Another misconception, another stereotype is that all Africans are dark-skinned. All Africans are black. All Africans are dark-skinned. Or maybe all Africans are black. This is a common stereotype that all Africans are dark-skinned. This is not true. We have different skin pigments, different shades of black for the different tribes and different regions around the continent of Africa. You see, Africa as a continent received a lot of migrants from all over the world. They came to the continent. For many generations, People have been coming to Africa and they are des- they are de- they are the descendants of these people in, uh, in Africa is for so many years ago. And you find that many people who have settled on the continent have different skin pigments. You go to South Africa and then you'll find light-skinned people. You'll find dark-skinned people. You'll find brown people. And this is Africa. Go to Tunisia. Go to Egypt. Yeah. Go to North Africa. Go to South Africa. Go to East Africa. You'll find different skin pigments from different people of different ethnic groups, different uh, tribes. So, my friend, if you are listening to this podcast and you are living in Europe and you still have that stereotype in your head, you still have that mis- misconception that, oh, all Africans are dark skinned. No. That's not true. That is a stereotype. That is misinformation. And should be informed that Africa has diversity of colors, of skin colors. And that's what makes Africa so beautiful because of the diversity. Another misconception about Africa is that (laughs) Africa is a continent full of corruption poverty, and war. This is common because whenever, whenever you look at news about Africa or books about Africa or search about Africa, if it is not researching about poverty, they are going to search about wars in Africa. Oh, they, they are going to talk about how corruption is so high in Africa. And then they forget that some parts of Europe have a lot of corruption than Africa. Some parts of Europe are more poorer than Africa. Some parts of other global north countries are poorer than Africa. There are wars all over the world. But why do books highlight wars of Africa? When one time I picked a children's book, and there was a picture portraying people running from war, And they are portraying Africans running from war. Why would all wars be portrayed in children's books? And every time they show someone running from war is coming from Africa. Yes, of course I agree. There are wars in Africa, but there are wars all over the world. People are fighting each other. And this should be showed, not only portray one part of the continent, I mean, not to only portray one part of the world, which is African continent, to be a continent of wars. Enjoying this episode? Leave a review now. Hear my true story. So some people, they have not traveled to Africa. When they tell them to talk about a desert, they will think about Africa. I know that we have the Sahara Desert. It is... A third of the continent, other parts of the continent are made of rainforests, you know, fertile lands. There's a lot of farming, there are a lot of body, water bodies around the continent. Actually, for the country like Uganda, we have the source of the Nile. We have the, 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 the Lake Naluwari, I mean, the one that they call Lake Victoria. It's a freshwater lake, the biggest lake in East, East Africa. It is so beautiful. But when they talk about desert, the stereotype, so Africa is desert. Too much sun there, everything is dry. And that's why it was portrayed in this book for children that, ah, Uganda is so dry. So this misconception that Africa (laughs) is a desert, which is not true. That is a lie. Many people believe that Africans share the same culture, but it is not true. Africa is a home to a vast number of diverse cultures. Africa is is a continent full of diverse cultures. And no country in Africa, no country in Africa that has the same culture. Of course, people think that when you come from Africa... You pierce your ears, you pierce your face, you, you wear the same dress code, you make the same kind of food, you have the same cultural practices. But this is not true. Africa has so many ethnic groups and each ethnic group has its own beliefs, its own traditions, its own way of life. I mean, if you visit one country from the African continent, You'll see how diverse it is. For example, if you visited Uganda, you'll find how people are so different from their cultures, from their dress codes, how they dress up, how they make their food, their tribal customs, their practices. Like if they are going to marriage, what things do they believe in? If they are doing things with ceremonies, what do they do? You know. So there's that beauty that. Everything is diverse from food to clothing to walking to dancing to moving. There's nothing that is the same culture for people living in Africa because Africa is a continent, not a country. And each country in Africa has a number of ethnic groups. And each ethnic group has its own traditions, its own practices. But why is it that in the books for children, when they portray Africa, they portray same culture. They put their same dress codes and they say that's Africa. That is not true. That's a stereotype and misconception and fake news, misinformation that is given to people. If you get to buy a children's book and you get to see this book, And you realize such things are portrayed in the book. For example, that many Africans live or stay with wild animals in their homes. That's a lie. That Africans live in grass-searched houses, that is a misconception. That all Africans speak the same language, which is called African, that is a lie. Yeah? That all Africans don't know anything about technology. That is a lie and it is a stereotype. That all Africans have the same culture. That is not true. Africa has a diversity of cultures. That all Africans are poor. That is not true. That is a lie. That's a stereotype. That all Africans are dark-skinned. That is not true. Africa is full of diversity. People with different skin pigments. From light skin to brown skin to dark skin. All beautiful colors of people are there. That Africa is a desert. That is not true. That is a lie. So, my dear listeners, if you have a contribution of anything that maybe I have forgotten to talk about that is a misconception or that is a stereotype or it is a prejudice about Africa, feel free to put it in the comment or maybe feel free to reach me and we have a conversation about it. So, I would like to say thank you for listening to this wonderful story of mine and my own sharing about what people think about Africa what stereotypes are there and what prejudices that are there. I hope that you enjoyed this wonderful episode of Hear My Toy Story. And I'll be happy to have you again next week, same time, same day. Thank you for listening to Hear My Toy Story. It has been me, your host Otako, and I'm excited to always have you every week. Thank you for always being there with us. We not only have voices for a podcast, but also faces for YouTube. Don't miss your next episode. Hear my true story. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Music by Adrian Matovo, hosted and produced by Otako. Subscribe to our podcast for more stories and visit us on our website, HearMyTrueStory.com for more stories. All the links are listed in the show notes of this podcast.